Hello, photography lovers, and welcome to the last episode of the Fashion Photography Podcast for 2019. It's been an awesome year, and I think it's going to be an even greater end because today we're going to talk about a topic that you're really excited about, and we're going to continue with part two of our Q&A. So what you're supposed to expect today is answers for your questions. That's right. But before the start of the episode, let me give you a shout out to the magazine called Impeace. Their goal is to bring exposure to unrecognized artists and attract more spectators to their creations. If you're a talented creator looking for exposure, do not hesitate to submit your work for their February issue. The topic is black and white, and they're also taking film photography as submissions. In case you've got so many ideas you don't know what to do with black and white, they have prepared Pinterest board for you. You can take a look at their Pinterest board. We've linked their submission guidelines in our show notes, and you can find them on photographypodcast.net. The very first question that we are about to answer today is coming from our Facebook group, and it's from Lena Zimmerman. How to establish yourself as a photographer if you're young and traveling? Thus, you don't have any connections and people might not take you seriously. Also, tips on launching an Instagram account, especially for your photography, and on launching a website. I think you realize how connected are those two questions, right? Let's start with your Instagram account. I think you should start with a template and you can create it by yourself or you can use the one that we've created for you. It's linked in the show notes on photographypodcast.net. I think it's going to be better for you if you try to upload very frequently at the very beginning, like for example, five times a day. After a week, you can bring it to three times a day. After another week or two, or maybe even three, you can bring it to a photo every day of the week which is going to bring you a lot of content. And this way you'll be able to use the old photo shoots that you have, but it will show your body of work and will also help you with the algorithms because you're there very frequently. And if you're commenting and supporting other artists, Instagram will definitely favor that. Once you have your Instagram account, you can reach out to other creatives in the different countries and the different cities that you're traveling to. You can reach out to them and just say that, You would love to shoot with them. You would love to create a test shoot or whole editorial. And this will help you to establish yourself. If you're traveling a lot, that's just great because so many photographers are aiming at this to have a lot of traveling, a lot of work, and you definitely have the opportunity, especially if you know your schedule a little bit in advance. The main advice that I can give you here is to not be shy. Just try it out. If someone answers your DMs, that's great. If they don't, it's okay. You've lived without them, you'll continue living, right? So it's not that big of a deal. But the more you try, the more options you'll have. Because let's say that you're approaching 10 people, maybe just one out of 10 is going to answer your DMs. But maybe this is exactly the person that you need. So definitely do that. Start your Instagram account, start it with a lot of great work. Even if you're uploading just portraits of your friends, just try to make sure that those portraits are looking really great. And Once you approach those people on Instagram, just send them something like a little mood board. It doesn't have to be super amazing idea. It could be something very simple. But if you do that, you won't be afraid that someone is going to take your idea because it's probably a very easy idea. And that's okay because maybe your portfolio needs first simple ideas and then you can escalate it to something amazing. But the most important part is that 
fashion photography works with a team. So even if your work seems to you a little boring in the beginning, that's okay because you're building those precious relationships, and that's the most important part. Let's go to Sarah's question. Sarah is saying, "How to start up your fashion photography business? All the legal stuff, insurances, and how to start working with brands." Also, just wanted to say thank you. This podcast has possibly been the most inspiring and educational resource I've had for photography so far. Big fan of your work. Thank you, Sarah. This really means a lot to us. I think that we've answered a lot of these questions in the different podcasts, and it's hard to combine them all in just one episode because there are so many answers on how to start working with brands and how to reach out to them. I think the more work you produce, the more you show it, the more people will get back to you as future clients. And that's the most important part. You don't have to be afraid to show your work out there because this is what your potential clients will see. And this is the thing that will draw them to you. So this is very important. And many starting artists are forgetting about this. They're so focused on creating that they forget to actually show their work. Or maybe they're too anxious about it, but this is the way clients come. And on how to start your fashion photography business, like the legal stuff, insurances, and so on, I think it really depends on the area that you're based. So you can just ask people that are already in your business, but in your city and in your country, to make sure that you're doing the right steps. And if you don't have a lot of photography friends, you can just turn to an accountant because they will know all the legal. Details about that and how exactly it's going to be better for you to start your business. Advice like this won't cost you too much, but it can save you from a lot of trouble. So make sure to do that. It's really the best thing for your business. Kim Fisher is asking on how to deal with clients' disappointment, and I think this is going to be a whole Friday episode because it definitely deserves a lot of attention, just like the other answers. But I think if we go into details with this today. I think we can definitely celebrate the new year together <laughs> because we've also prepared another answer for all of your questions connected to marketing. Because marketing is something that obviously it's very, very important, and many of you are asking questions about marketing. Like for example, Patrick from the last episode, he asked about any advice on marketing, and today we have prepared a whole episode just on this topic. So before we start talking about marketing, let's make it clear: in order to market something, you have to know what it is. So you need to have a very clear mind on several things. First off, you need to know what are you doing best at the moment. What do you want to work on, and what is your final goal? Maybe you're a starting photographer and you really like capturing people, and you're really good at this. You know how to talk to them. You know how to make them feel comfortable in front of your camera. But maybe right now you're not paying that much attention to the clothes of your subjects, and you can see that in your images. There are lots of wrinkles, and the clothing is not looking always as good as the person on the photograph. But you're aiming at being a fashion photographer. It's just that right now you're super good at creating portraits. And we all know how important it is to find a source of income. I know it because in order to continue with something that you truly love, regardless of your level of photography, whether you're a starting photographer or if you're at a decent level right now, or you're a very highly successful photographer, we always need the money supplement, right? 
So it's very important to know that you can find your source of income and continue build and learn about your chosen career. If we stick to the example that I just gave you, you can still become a fashion photographer, but you have to work for it. So it's very important to know that you can still find your source of income and learn more and build on your photography career while making some actual money. Maybe you don't know how to do it, but I've got the answer. You do it through marketing. Because we all need money in order to experiment and to build up our careers, and that's the truth. So if you're really good at making portraits, this is something that you can start making money off of right now. If you're a mid-level photographer and you already have some clients, but you're aiming at even better clients, or let's say that you want to invest in some editorial work and you have to somehow fund this editorial work, you can simply take a look at some very easy and fast ways to earn some money. Like, for example, you can start with some lookbooks. If you're a very good photographer, but for one reason or another, you're finding it difficult to sustain your business at the moment, which is something that you don't have to be frustrated about, this just means that you need to break your habits and step out of your comfort zone and start looking for some unconventional ways to market yourself. And yes, the answer to all of your struggles is probably marketing. And this is exactly what we talk about today. So let's go over the steps that you need to make in order to market yourself efficiently. First off, you got to answer the question, what makes you unique? And I know how hard this question is, but maybe you're doing something extra with your work to bring to your client even a better service. This is your key feature. It doesn't necessarily have to do anything with your style. There are plenty of photographers that are just good. They're not Amazing, they're average photographers, but they have found a way to bring something extra to their clients. And maybe it's their service, maybe it's the way they talk to their clients, maybe it's something else that have led them to a stable business. Maybe they're extraordinary good photographers, but they're also so amazing as people that everyone just wants to connect to them, regardless of the level of their photography. And even though they're so amazing, what brings clients to them is, yeah, their personality. And what I mean here is that your key feature can be something very different. It can vary a lot, but the only person who can answer the question, what makes you unique, is you. And if you're not very sure, you can just ask your clients, what brought you to me? What is the reason you're coming back to me? And if you don't have clients right now, I've got a little secret for you. This unique thing is not necessarily something that you already have. It's something that you can learn. So if you're starting right now, you can basically come up with something unique that will separate you from all the other photographers. Make sure that this thing is something useful for your future customer. Because this is the thing you need to stress on when you market yourself. And I'm not sure if I can say that this is the next question because I think you should ask those two questions all together. But you need to figure out who you want to market to. If I was a marketing person, I would say, who is your ideal client? As an actual business owner, I can tell you that there is no perfect client, but there are plenty of clients. And it really depends where exactly you want your work. Because, for example, if you want to have more editorial work, then you have to show more editorial-looking shoots, right? 
because this is what's going to bring you clients like that. If you're after some quick cash, maybe you're aiming at some lookbooks, as I said above, and you want to target more designers. If you want to do that, you have to figure out what they want to see from you. If you want to create more commercial work and start building relationship with, let's say, advertising agencies, then think what they want to see from you. Maybe you need more lifestyle images in your portfolio, or maybe you want more commercial looks. And right now you've got more editorial work and this is definitely not working for you. There are pros and cons to each and every answer here and you've got to be very careful what is your direction exactly. Why are we asking all these questions? Because this is not the end of marketing yourself. Because even if you know what makes you unique and who is your ideal client, you need to know where to find your future customers. Many people will say, you have to be on Instagram. But it's not something that you have to do for sure. I mean, it's definitely going to be better for you. Don't get me wrong. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you've got to be there. For example, you can market yourself on Pinterest. Many people do and they have great success with this. For some smaller countries, Facebook is working much better than Instagram. So if you're in a small country, maybe you should work on your Facebook page more. I cannot stress how important it is to use the social media that your client is using because if you're on Instagram but they're on LinkedIn, all your efforts are going down the road because they simply cannot see your work. So you've got to do this research. Another thing that you really have to consider is that we talk about photography. And what is the main thing about photography? Yeah, it's visual, which means that you have to visually stand out. So while we are on the topics of platforms, make sure the platform you're going to use to showcase your work, whether it's Instagram or your personal website, just make sure it looks professional. And if you're not sure how to do that, just find the top three photographers you truly admire, the people that are working right now and having your dream clients, and take a good look at the way they present themselves online. See if they have Instagram accounts, see if they have their personal website. And this is going to answer a lot of questions for you, whether you need those or not. If they do, they're probably working for them. If they have them, but they're not updating their work there, it's probably not working for them either. So better not waste your time, right? Just analyze them very detailed and see how and why they do it. And try to see if it works for your business. And we've talked about analyzing before and we've got a whole podcast about it. So you can find it again in the show notes on photographypodcast.net. And there you can see exactly how to analyze photos, but you can also take the same examples and just use them for analyzing their marketing work. We've also listed some additional things that might help your marketing. And for example, you can join a society of like-minded people. For example, you can look at Facebook groups or start posting in a group that you're already part of, like, for example, Fashion Photography Lovers, our group, and just ask your peers for help and ideas. Start a conversation and see how other people handle their marketing. And don't be afraid to share because someone might take your idea. Because It's really a great way to set a standard in the industry. And I think this is so amazing for us to dictate the rules in our industry. So don't be afraid to share ideas because this is a great accelerator of new ideas. And I find it so fascinating. Another way to 
make sure that your marketing will be working is to find a focus group. And this is something that everybody does. So there is no reason for you to skip on this step. Many big companies are doing this. Many movies are going through focus groups first and then going to the theaters. And if you're not sure what a focus group is, it's basically a group of people participating in a discussion about a product or, in your case, your business before it's launched. And they provide you with a feedback on your campaign and they can give you the right idea of what's going to work and what's not. These people can be paid, but you can also give them something for their feedback. We've also prepared for you some different ways to find your future customers. And for example, you can find a community centered on a specific idea and just join it. <laughs> I remember the days I was dancing salsa. Yes, I've had those days. And um, everyone there knew each other. And we were all gathered around our common passion to salsa. But we were also individuals with their own interests and businesses. I met so many people there, designers, advertising people, and so many others. But all of them, they're people that I still enjoy meeting and working with until today. So a friendship like that can easily lead you to more career opportunities and you don't have to forget that. It's great because it's giving you both business opportunities, great friendships, and a hobby, which is so cool. And in a way to find your future customers is through volunteering. Again, you can meet very different people from very different areas and you don't know what the future will bring, right? So you can also try that. And for example, we've had some amazing examples like this here in the show, like Benjamin Kaufman, who is also working as a volunteer. But you can just listen about his own experience from himself because we've linked his episode in the show notes again. But again, it's just another great opportunity. And here is the next one. You can make an open house. If you have a studio, for example, why don't you celebrate Christmas with all your clients? And don't forget to send over invitations to those people who you want to work with in the future. There is still time. It's just December 18th. So you can still make this Christmas party. You know, we've got a whole episode about the value that a Christmas party can bring in. You can check it out. There are some cool ideas about it. And we talk about the Christmas party that you can create. And if you're listening to this episode in another time of the year, don't hesitate to make a party like this. It can be just a celebration. You don't really need the Christmas spirit for this. So don't be afraid to do it. Another great opportunity is how I call it, know your neighbors. The last time I went to my dentist, he asked me for my business card and I gave him one and he was like, can you just leave a little bit more because I want to make sure that I gather all my neighbor's business cards and I just want to leave them here on the table and when my customers come over, they can just pick whatever they need. It's a great idea and to be honest, on his table, there were business cards of some very different businesses and the cool part is that they're not providing the same services, so they're basically just exchanging clients, which is so cool. And if you've got a studio, you can just do the same and put some business cards on your table and when you're taking them, just offer to the people to leave your cards in their place. I think exchanging business cards and advertising materials with your local businesses it's just a great way to start your photography. Another thing that you can do is, for example, to look for interviews and blog posts that you can be a guest in. I also want to say that in the beginning of 2020, 
We're planning on renewing our blog section with interviews with you guys. So this might be a great outlet for you all. And if you want to be interviewed, all you have to do is to be active member of our Facebook group, Fashion Photography Lovers. Another very important step is to make it clear. Sometimes people simply think you're okay where you are. And maybe because of all the social media hype, people tend to make it look better than it is. So make sure to tell your clients and coworkers that you're always looking for new clients. They might think that you're settled the way you are and they might even think that you're overbooked So because they want to keep you for themselves. Maybe they're not sharing with others about you. So just make sure to tell them that you're looking for new opportunities. Word of mouth is an amazing way to escalate your business and it's proven. It's been there ever since people can talk. So definitely use this weapon because it's so, so strong. And though it's a weapon, it cannot hurt anyone. So it can only work in your favor. We're talking about the important things that you need to do. And in my personal opinion, the most important part is to not find excuses. That's the reason why I told you that your key feature is not something that you have to have already. This is something that you can come up with. And I shared a lot of things today. So if there was even one that you were like, well, I cannot do this because, just forget the because and I cannot part. Just find a way to do it. I know finding excuses is much easier, but it's not working well for you. And this is something that you definitely need to remember. The excuses are the biggest enemy of your business and of you as a human being. So make sure that in 2020, you set your mind for success and that you forget about all the excuses out there because they are not helping you. How to avoid excuses? Well, you need to step away from it mentally. I'll be honest with you. People come to me to seek tips about their photography and business. And when I give them different options, so many times they say, but isn't that too bold move? I'm not sure if I have the confidence to do it. And every time I'm telling them to step away from the situation and try to look at it from the perspective of a client or a coworker, and every time they do it, they instantly see that what I'm advising them to do is not bold. It doesn't even require confidence. It just requires the right mentality. The belief that you and your business, you both deserve progress. So if it's too hard for you to do it, just imagine that you're doing it for your best friend's business, not for you. The difference of how we treat the other people and the way we treat ourselves is so amazing to me. But if it works, just pretend it's not your business. But whatever you do, be consistent with it. Because people forget and they forget so easily nowadays when everything is full of images and new names and new people coming to the industry and they're overwhelmed with it. So if you're not consistent, they will forget you. So make sure this is not going to happen. Something that many people forget and they think it's something obvious, but somehow they just don't do it. Something that I call share your energy. Your portfolio might look great, but there are so many people with great looking portfolios. More and more people are choosing the photographers they are going to work with based on the vibe they get from them. So show them who you are and let your amazing self shine. And I know that it's a whole big part of what we just talked about, but just want to stress it again. Network. 
network also in person. Don't just use social media. I know everyone is there, but there are lots of people that you can meet in person. You can attend real events, meet real people. You can straight away see if you're vibing together. And in my personal opinion and experience, meeting your future clients in person will give you a shortcut because if you meet through social media, you have to work it out to see whether you can trust each other. But when you meet in person, everything is so obvious and it can definitely save you time. In conclusion, yes, as I already told you, it all comes down to marketing. Maybe you need a plan for the future. Maybe right now you have to market yourself as a portrait photographer with a fashion twist and evolve with the time as you get better at fashion photography. Maybe you have to take some other steps. But whatever you do, you need to know what is your long-term goal. Because there are so many ways to get there. But if you don't know what's your final destination, you can easily get lost. Basically on every step. If you're still not sure what to do with your business after all of these tips, the last option that I have for you is to ask someone to actually teach you what to do. The reason why I stress on teach you how to do it is because that many photographers, especially in the very beginning of their career, they're seeking representation from agencies. But it's very, very, very hard to get representation from agency when you're at the beginning of your career, simply because they're looking for people that have already established themselves as professionals and they also have clients. And if you don't have both or your clients are too small, they'll most likely skip your offer. However, you need to know how to do it because people are changing agencies and you can see it from all of these episodes that we have provided you with by now. And you cannot depend on an agency to make sure that you'll continue with your business. So if you feel like you need some guidance in this process, we have an option for you. In our Patreon account, there are different options. Like for example, you can donate a dollar, two, five or more, and you can have different perks depending on your donation. One of them will give you the chance of one-on-one consultation with me, Virginia, for an hour each and every month. And during this consultation, we can talk about the practical side of photography. We can talk about lighting, we can talk about marketing, and we're going to go over every detail of your photography and how to build a better business. Every consultation, it's going to be very personal and it's going to be all about your particular business. The spots for this type of patrons are very limited. So if you want to make a big present for yourself in 2020, and you want to make sure that your business is progressing, you can become one of our patrons and take this amazing chance. You can check out all of the options on photographypodcast.net. There is a big green button saying donate. And when you click on it, you'll be able to see all the Patreon options laid down in front of you. I really hope that this podcast was helpful for you. 2019 was an amazing year and I hope for every one of us that 2020 is going to be even better. The very fact that we're going to spend it together means so much to me already. Thank you guys so much for being with us. And don't forget to check out our website because we might be done with the podcast, but we are not done with the surprises. So on our blog section, there are some cool things waiting for you. And thank you guys again. Have an amazing holidays and I'll see you again in January. 